Hello, I am here for a chat. Um, well, I'm talking to, I guess if I'm going to call it a chat, I have to admit that I'm chatting with myself. Um, so there's that, but I'm here for a soliloquy, um, a monologue, I guess, of sorts. Um, yeah, so I haven't done my podcast for a long time now. <laughs> it's definitely been a while. And I actually had um, someone who I met like a, like several months ago um, just posted another episode on her podcast and I listened to it and it was phenomenal. And I think it just inspired me. I was like, you know what? I should, I should kind of get back into this. I really enjoy it. Um, and I also kind of just began thinking about how I haven't really posted anything um well I'm I posted a few things on my blog but none of them have been just very like like oh yes this is great content you know what I mean anyway um I have done minimal a minimal amount of posting on social media and my blog and everything and it's kind of interesting how all that's worked out um after I graduated over a year ago now I think being in classes where I was having to constantly use my creative storytelling skills, um, I had a lot of opportunities to do a lot of that on my own, um, like for my blog and social media and all of that. And I was able to be more consistent with it. And then as we all know, life in 2020 was crazy and unexpected and had so many sweet moments, but also had a lot of hard moments too. Um, so I think in all of that, it just kind of was not a priority and that is okay. And I am not going to apologize for that. I'm going to just give myself grace for it because I think that, uh, the world could use a little more grace right now. Um, anyway, but I just wanted to use this time to kind of give a quick update. I don't even know if I'm going to end up posting this anywhere or doing anything with it. So it's going to be a little bit unfiltered, Matana. Um, But we'll see. We'll see how this goes. So going back to December 2019, um, I don't know if I ever even wrote about this on my blog. So here's the story. Here's the story of how I ended up landing a dream job right out of college in a completely like kind of unexpected whirlwind of a way. So um, in 2019, I went to Israel four times, um, which was also (laughs) really unexpected and honestly just a gift from God that he opened that door for me and allowed me to have such amazing experiences there. Um, I went with the the organization I'm currently working for now, full-time passages. Um, I went... In May of 2020, sorry, 2020, no, I just said it again, 2019, (laughs) that's the year I'm looking for, um, as a fellow. So that basically means that I was a peer leader on a bus. So I was helping facilitate a trip for about 40 Christian college students, their first time in Israel. Um, yeah, and it was, it was super fun, super rewarding. I got to do it with my school. So a lot of the people, on the bus I was already friends with or acquainted with. Um, so it was so cool to have that experience with them and get to watch them experience Israel for the first time. 
Um, and then literally two months after that, I had an opportunity to go back to Israel on my own for a couple of weeks as a volunteer media coordinator. Um, so I, I went to this camp. Um, I have some friends. Uh, shout out to Shadi and Naveen. I miss them a lot. I um, haven't seen them in a while. But they allowed me to hang out with them for two weeks and be a part of the Aramaic summer camp that they run, which is basically a camp that they facilitate in their community where um, kids come out from all ages and they learn about their culture and their history, their heritage. Um, they celebrate it with the dancing, lots of dancing. I miss the dancing. The dancing was so fun. Um, lots of music, amazing food. They learn um, bits of Aramaic, how to, how to speak and write Aramaic, which is the ancient language of Jesus. A lot of people think that that language is... Um, no longer in existence or no longer being used, and that's actually not true. Um, it very much is still being used um, and is the, um, the the language that has existed for over 2,000 years is still being spoken. So anyway, it's a really, really cool thing. Uh, amazing to be a part of that. So anyway, long story short, went to Israel in July for two weeks and then had another opportunity to go back. It was a really short trip. I'll segue a little bit. Um, by describing that a little bit more, it was the Christian Media Summit, which is awesome. There's, you know, all these um, Christian media professionals who are from all over the world meeting in Jerusalem. I got to stay at this super fancy hotel. I forget the name of it, but just trust me, it was really, really nice. Amazing breakfast, but of course, I always pay attention to the food. Um, but I had, so it was like, I think it was about three or four days. And the flight there... I had a layover in Moscow, which meant that the trip was like, um, how do I say this? A third, like about a third longer than it normally would have been. So it was 11 or 12 hour flight from, well, that isn't, that's not counting my domestic flight to get to JFK, but, um, it was about like a 11 or 12 hour flight to Moscow. Um, had a bit of a layover there and then flew the rest of the, I think it was about four hours to Tel Aviv (laughs) and it was the same way back. So I was like a little bit sad because I'm like, wow, I'm in Moscow for the first time, but all I can do is just sit in the airport. I can't actually say that I've been to Moscow, but anyway, neither here nor there, but it was a really short trip and a bit of a longer flight. So I was pretty tired, but I had some really cool experiences there. Um, at that time. And then, so here comes the part about the job. It's, I know a lot of, a lot of build up here. Um, so what happened, I was, um, not really sure what I was going to be doing after I graduated, but I did know that I wanted to go back to Israel as a senior fellow with passages. Um, and basically the senior fellow works with, um, a partner who is the, the trip staff. I'm getting into the weeds here a little bit, but Basically, it meant that I was helping facilitate the logistics, um, medical services, all of that for a round of students. And a round of students is generally between like 100, 120 people, something like that. Um, so my colleagues may be like, you are wrong. And if I am wrong, then I just will blame it on being in media and communications and not the trips department. But <laughs> we'll cross that bridge later. Um, so I was responsible for along with my, uh, my partner about, I don't know, I would say around a hundred people, um, who were currently on the ground in Israel. That would have been about four, I think it was four buses. Yes. So that was super fun. Um, 
But as I was leading up to that, that actually happened. I, I spent New Year's in Israel. So that was, I think it was the 29th or the 30th of December through um, the 8th or 9th of January. I think I'm remembering that right. Anyway, so I was accepted for that position in October. Had no idea what I was going to do um, after I graduated. This was like, okay, this will be like the end of my college career. I'll be, you know, I'll graduate in December. I'll go on this trip. And then like my life will just be um, like, <laughs> like an open cliff. I have no idea what comes after that. Um, sounds a little ominous. I wasn't that dreading it, but... Uh, anyway, so I just, I had no plans. And if you know me, you know, that having no plans is definitely not something that I am accustomed to. Um, although it can be an adventure and I was reminding myself of that. So anyway, um, but after I went to the leaders conference for that senior fellow position, which is basically, um, a time for training and getting acquainted with the people you'll be working with on the ground in Israel in preparation for the trip that was in October. I remember, just being around the people, um, the passage of staff, people I was working with, and I just had, it was like this, this doesn't happen like super often in my life. I can probably count like on one or two <laughs> hands how many times this happened, but it was like this overwhelming sense all of a sudden that I was like, I'm going to end up working for passages. And as much as I love passages and had been involved for several years up until that point, I had never really thought about working there full time. It kind of just never even crossed my mind, I guess. Um, but at the leaders conference, I just got this feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going to end up working here. And it was almost this like unquestioning, this is going to happen. Okay. So I, that was, that happened, all of that great experience at the leaders conference. Then I kind of just forgot about it. Like I, it just completely went off my radar I started applying for other jobs, and I was just like, I just didn't even think about it. Um, long story short, I end up hearing about a new position opening up in the media and communications department, which is um, what I do. That was what I went to college for, was uh, journalism. I loved it. Um, and I was like, hey, this could be a really good thing. And I did the interview process and all of that, and things went pretty fast. And then... The, literally the day before I graduate, I get a call when it's the job offer. So I accept pretty excitedly. <laughs> and I was just, it was such a cool thing. I was so thankful because I just like, I can point to so many times in my life where God has just so far exceeded my expectations and my my prayers and my, and my hopes Um and he's always doing it right on time. Like th- literally the next day after that, I was going to graduate and I was <laughs> at this graduation party, which, okay, I know this isn't a big deal, but I really didn't want to tell people that I had no plan, <laughs> you know, and like I had no job lined up, no plan or anything. And I remember my grandmother and my aunt, my cousin and my mom uh, were all with me that day that I got the job offer. And um, I remember telling my mom like I'm so glad that I can tell people that I have a job and I'm just starting it in January and I'm moving to Chicago like that was something that 
I just felt like it was a direction. Not that it really mattered what people thought. I mean, hey, we've all been there where it's like, gosh, I don't want to have to tell my family that I don't have a plan, (laughs) which my family is awesome and they would have understood if I didn't. But um, it was it was nice for me that I could say that, I guess. So anyway, that was like, oh, my goodness, that's just starting. I'm looking here at my my timing. Okay, I'm at 12 minutes. Um, that's just starting 2020. That literally was pre 2020. So I moved to Chicago, um, to Wheaton, this uh, little house close to downtown Wheaton. It was so cute. Literally a five minute walk. I've said literally so many times. Um, I don't even want to count. I don't even want to know if you've heard me say literally so many times, please just like filter it out. Thank you. Um, but it was a five-minute walk from the house the uh, the train station was. So it was so easy to go downtown, um, to downtown Chicago. It was easy just to, too easy, to walk up to Killens and get ice cream, which I did several times. Um, there was also this burger place called, I think it was 302, 301, 302. I think it was 302. I didn't live there for very long, obviously. So um, I don't remember that. But it was called 302 Wheaton, I believe. And they had the best burgers. I missed the burgers so much. Anyway, I lived there for, I believe it was two months. And then COVID hit, which was totally like, I think people in my organization kind of saw it coming sooner than a lot of people did. Just because we kind of have to have our ear to the ground whenever it comes to um, safety safety uh, considerations for the people that we take to Israel and all of our travel Um all the travel that we do. So we kind of had a little bit of a head start on the, <laughs> on the COVID uh, awareness, I think, than, than some people did. But um, it still took us by surprise, I think. And we had to pivot really quickly. Um, whenever the lockdown started, I decided to go home to be with my family in Tennessee just because I knew that I could work remotely. We were going to be working remotely anyway. And if I was going to be locked up in a house, I wanted it to be with my family because um, we're very close And honestly, it was such a blessing and such a sweet time with them because, you know, after graduating, I've I've been close with my family and I lived at home the last semester of college just to save some money and to get to be with my family before I, you know, moved away. And I remember thinking after I graduated, like, I'm not going to probably be able to be with my family long term, like living with them again. Um, That's probably past at this point. Which was it's kind of sad, and then this came where I'm I'm literally spending, um, I think four months four months back at home again, and I'm working from home, um, I'm doing fun things with the family when we can, you know, um, which for me I'm a bit of an introvert, so fun fun for me is watching a movie and eating my dad's bourbon glazed salmon. So um, cannot complain there. <laughs> Quarantine was a little easier for me probably than it was for some people, but. Um, it was just, just, it was a really, really good time with my family and I really enjoyed it. So I'm very thankful for that. And then, um, another crazy thing happened. And I remember, um, about a month before, and I'm just going to tell you what the crazy thing is, which you probably already know, um, that my organization announced that we are moving our headquarters to the Dallas, Texas area. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, I just moved to Chicago. All of my stuff is still in Chicago at my house in Wheaton and I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Um, but I was excited. Like I, I think honestly at the time I, and this is even true now, but I definitely 
feel like I belong more in Texas than I do in, uh, in, in Illinois. <laughs> um, no shade against Illinois, um, just a personal preference here, but I was excited about it and started to kind of make plans and move pretty quickly and adjust pretty quickly to the idea. But the really cool thing is that about a month before I even heard about it, um, I started getting this feeling like something was about to change. And I felt like it was about my job and I couldn't quite like put my finger on it. I'm like, I just feel like there's something coming. And you can ask my mom. I talked to my mom about it. I was like, I don't know what it is. I just have this feeling that, that something's about to change. I don't know if it's good or bad. I just feel like something's about to change. And then this announcement was made. And for some reason, like while it was shocking, it didn't really take me by surprise. If that's, I don't even know if that makes, that makes no sense even as I said it out loud. But um, <laughs> it was almost like, my spirit was prepared for it before my mind was, so my mind took it easier. I don't know. Um, maybe that's just me <laughs> making it over overly uh, dramatic. I don't know. But it was. I felt like it was such a smooth transition for me, and I was able to be excited about it because the initial, um, like, like, I was already settled in my in my spirit about it even before I heard about the change. So. Um, God really went before me in that. So thankful for the Holy Spirit. Um, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit shows us things to come. And I don't necessarily think that I was shown what was to come in the, in a way of like knowing what was ahead. But like my spirit was already like prepared to take that step um, whenever it came. And I think in that sense, the Holy Spirit really helped me there. Um, it was just, it was really a, a faith building experience for me. But Anyway, uh, so yeah, then I started preparing for my move, ended up moving in July um, with two awesome roommates and colleagues um, to Allen, Texas, and we live in the cutest neighborhood. Um, It's a really, really sweet place. We have amazing neighbors. I've gotten involved in a church here that is just phenomenal. It's honestly been such an answer to prayer to have a community of people around me who feel like family. Literally, <laughs> they felt like family immediately for the first time I walked through the doors. And um, just really an answer, huge answer to prayer there. Um, one of my mentors, who was like a father figure to me for a long time in my life, especially during a difficult time that my family was going through, called him Uncle Bo. Um, he was also the pastor of my church back home. Um, he passed away. I think it was, oh goodness, I should know this, um, four, it was, I feel like it was five years ago, maybe it's just been four years, um, January 4th, I think it was 2017, um, and that was, that was a hit, <laughs> um, it was a, a hit for our community, my cousins and my aunt, it was difficult for them beyond words, um, and I admire their strength every day of being able to navigate that. Um, but he was such a, a rock in our um, spiritual community and our family. And I remember like praying that while no one could replace him, that God would kind of fill that gap for me. And he totally has with my church family here. So just seeing the way that he has, that God has gone before me and every step that I've taken in 2020 has just been such such a cool thing to see um, and even to look back on and kind of trace trace the, the path of God's goodness because I truly believe that whenever we 
look for God's goodness, we will always find it. Um, and that's just been such a, such an amazing thing to get to practice this year. Um, so yeah, so now I'm here in Texas, um, got to celebrate a new year (laughs) and things have still been crazy. The world is still crazy sometimes, but just really thankful that even in the midst of that, God gives us such peace and comfort and hope. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just, I'm reminded constantly of how much people need to have hope and, as counterintuitive as it might seem, I think the way to find hope is to look backwards, even though hope is very, very much about what's ahead. I think being able to look back and God's, God tells the, uh, the children of Israel so many times in the old Testament, um, the Hebrew Bible that, um, that he, you know, he was asking them to create these, uh, these places of remembrance and these these pillars, these, um, you know, structures, even like a stack of, a stack of rocks, as simple as that may be, was a reminder, um, after they, you know, passed, passed through the Jordan River, um, on dry land and God held back the waters for them, even taking stones from at the bottom of the river and putting them on the side of the, of the bank and being able to say, these stones were at the bottom of the river. And the reason why we were able to put them here was because we walked through on dry ground. Like even something as simple as that generations later, and even for the people who saw it years later can look back on that and remember, wow, God was faithful there. So he will be faithful again. Um, and whatever we can put in our lives and remind ourselves of to, bring us back to that place of recognizing God's character because it is the same even whenever our circumstances change like that is a source of hope and it's a source of peace so I've been practicing that um and I would really encourage you I don't know you know whoever's listening to this whatever's going on in your life I really believe that um that that can bring hope and then that can bring peace and I would pray that that would would um be ahead for you anyway so yeah that's been that's been my, my life over the past year. (laughs) Um, and I think, you know, again, being in college, I was so used to writing a lot about what was going on in my life. Um, and I haven't really written a lot about all the crazy changes that have happened. I think I've kind of just taken more of a, a privacy stance of like, you know what, I don't really, I don't really need the world to know what's going on in my life. Um, but I think I'm kind of to a place again where I'm thinking, you know what, I, I could, I could, you know, start being more out there, you know, like more just present with people. Um, and online right now is kind of become the place to be present because that's often, uh, the place where, um, the only place to be present at times. So Anyway, um, I'm happy to be back. I don't really, I can't make any promises um, of when I will um, be back again. But all I can say is hopefully soon. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I have a lot to talk about, you know. <laughs> so, so we'll see where this goes. We will see where this goes. Um, if for some reason it's easier for me to talk in the introverted comfort of my own room whenever it's a soliloquy than it is for me to talk. Well, I wouldn't say that. I like people. People talk to me. People talk to me. That's not to say to avoid me. Anyway, 
Um, I will stop rambling. I will turn this recording off by now. And I will hopefully um, catch on the flip side of this and be back for another episode at some point. So don't leave me. Don't leave me. Check back soon. Um, And I will uh, talk to you later.